0: Hello and welcome to the first interview episode of the Cream & Lens podcast and I'm your host Adhyan Sahai. In today's episode, I have a very talented photographer who also does it full-time and provides unconditional value through his post. His name is Ashwin and goes by the Instagram name of East Photographer. I will leave a link to his profile in the description. So hey Ashwin. Hi Adrian. Yeah,
1: I'm very good. Uh, thanks so much for having me here.
0: It's a pleasure. So tell me about your journey. How did you start photography and what motivated or inspired you to get into food photography? Uh,
1: food photography is a short answer, but photography itself is a long answer. Shall I go with the long answer?
0: Yeah, go for the long answer.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, so I started photography when I was, uh, 13 years old and it was not mm-hmm. for any passionate reasons. It was, uh, because I studied in the UK board, and I was uh, forced to pick my own subjects that I have to write them for and photography sounded like fun. So that's one of the subjects I picked. So that's how I got introduced to photography as a, mm-hmm. uh, as like a serious thing, <laughs> rather than just uh-huh. something <laughs> you do on your phone.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, so then, one thing led to another. Then, I did my own uh, uh, diploma in photography. That's also oh, under that's it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I've been working ever since then. So, I started, like everyone doing uh, event photography. By everyone, I mean uh, mm-hmm. most photographers start yeah, with
0: events. Most, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like an easy thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Like, the job is not easy, but it's easier to get the job. For uh, events so I started off that way like uh, most people and uh, eventually I got into product photography uh, for advertising the Amazon shot that kind of uh, shot oh,
0: wow.
1: yeah. so creative shots for the product and mm-hmm. then eventually uh, I fell into food photography because I was an actual client so mm-hmm. for the first time I got a, a food related uh, product for me to shoot so after mm-hmm. shooting that. For the first time, I like kind of fell in love with uh, food photography. And I've been doing it ever since then. And yeah. now it's been over a little over a year now since I started focusing on food photography. So that's how I got stuck in photography.
0: That's great. Loved hearing your story. Mm-hmm. So moving on, there's something unique other than your style to you. That you upload like three pics daily. And all of them three provide value to the audience. What is <laughs> what is the brain behind that? And why do you do so? There's only one or two other food photographers who do it and not a lot of them.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm the long girl they come in your way.
0: I'm all for long. <laughs>
1: that's, that's awesome. Um, so, I, I did not always follow this uh, format of three different posts about a single picture. So, I've not always been doing that. Uh, how I started off was by sharing uh, behind-the-scenes picture in my stories, mm-hmm. and that I started because uh, I was just new to in- Instagram. I joined a little late, uh, later than other people, like uh, about sure. uh, one. Of, uh, yeah, I <laughs> so joined I
0: a year ago. Ah,
1: okay, okay. So when I joined, it was all overwhelming. Like a lot of content came through my way. And I did, I had no idea what kind of content I am supposed to produce, so I just put up some mm-hmm. of my some of my pictures on my feed. Like it looked like every other uh, feed, basically. Uh
0: you wanted to make something unique, like
1: yeah, exactly. And it, it was it was not like that noble. <laughs> it it was like I wanted to post something in my stories, and it, I didn't want to share my everyday life. So this was mm-hmm. like kind of my only option, and that's how mm-hmm. I started. It wasn't in the same format as it is now, but it was basically like a behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. picture of uh, whatever I'm posting. So that's how it mm-hmm. started. And mm-hmm. later I thought, uh, I'm sure that you are a Gary V fan too. <laughs> I, was, I, I was coming to that
0: was my next question.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Just a brief uh, kind of thing. Uh, so basically, I got the idea of providing value to uh, my audience from him. So mm-hmm. I thought of mm-hmm. uh, different ways that I can do that, and uh, not many people were doing it this way. And people were sharing behind the scenes pictures, for example, fashion photographers, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. but behind the scenes were more for like uh, them letting us know that they are in a shoot, rather than them educating us through the picture. So. It was like a diff, it was the same tool used for a different purpose, for advertising rather than like uh, providing value. Uh, So I thought why not uh, provide value with the same tool and it was, it's a pretty easy thing to do. Like whenever I'm shooting a picture, I just have to take like this on my phone. So uh, Mm -hmm. the the production part of it was very simple. Mm And let me share something with my audience that uh, other photographers don't usually or don't think too or uh, I'm not sure why they don't share it, but they might have sure, their own. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, and uh So basically, that's how I started sharing my uh, BTS with pictures on my stories. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I thought, um, okay, if I'm sharing it on my stories, it only uh stays there for twenty four hours, <laughs> and after that, it dies. Uh, like, like only yeah, I can. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And then I can post it again. It is. Uh, I can't keep reposting the same thing over and over for mm-hmm. the so people who uh, start following me at the end of the month, they won't be able to see the BTS of uh, what I shot at the beginning. Of. so it was so, kind of yeah. I was trying to provide value, but it was not uh, there yet like uh, like people who follow me uh, don't usually like follow me for the BTS pictures because they have no idea like if they follow mm-hmm. me on a day. I haven't posted anything. They don't know that I do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, so that's when this evolved into like a uh, part of the uh, feed. Mm-hmm. And Instagram feed is like uh, 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 the rule of threes I have to follow. <laughs> so
0: yeah, you have the th-
1: yeah. So I think uh, you see where I'm going with this. I share the BTS picture first, then the final mm-hmm. picture, and then the... Uh, The raw, the unprocessed image, yeah, exactly. So, I get to see both uh, how I shot it and what it looked like before I processed it and what it looked like in the end. And uh, since I'm doing three different posts, I can use that uh, those posts in the copy. I can uh, write up something relevant to either the processing or how I shot it, the styling or something that Mm, my life or something I wanted to share. So, I can compartmentalize them using these post words. So it was a good idea. So I started doing this about two months ago, I think. Uh, I have the long long answer.
0: So I know like you have been doing BTS posts since two months Mm -hmm. and your BTS posts have also gone better. Like by that, I mean, first you used to do it with pencil or somewhere and then you started using a software or something to do those BTS shots like the (laughs) BTS drawing. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, is it
1: yeah. MS paint or something <laughs> yes it is actually MS paint so uh, some some pictures are like pretty old so I have mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty old or I probably forgot to shoot the BDS picture so I had mm-hmm. to make my own so and calling them drugs is like a bit of an overstatement they are like
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> rough sketches uh, at, the, at their best but yeah I M- mean
0: That's the best BTS I've, like, ever seen. Like, so colorful and...
1: (laughs) Yeah, most people have been uh, telling me that.
0: (laughs) So, that's how you started posting three pictures. Moving on, I want to know that, or I would love the audience to know more about it, is that I've on (laughs) Instagram, and uh, lately, or since I could say years, a year or two, uh, people like people talk over the fact of organic reach decreasing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's been going on. It's getting worse. So how has it affected your content?
1: Uh, what do you mean by getting worse? Like the organic
0: reach is getting worse. You mean? like it's, Yeah. Uh, it's get, it's yeah. getting worse. I mean, not a lot of, I, I think I've read some like it's only 20 to 30 plus people who follow you, see your posts like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how have you been able to tackle that problem? Like, uh, and how have you been able, or do you really think about Instagram organic reach and algorithm and all that?
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I get it. So, at this point in time, um, I don't really, uh, like it's a bit of a controversial opinion, but uh, I don't really uh, care for the organic reach as of now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, um. Instagram is a free, free platform. So we are yeah. all like gifts. We produce content for them. Mm-hmm. And in, in exchange for that, uh, they've been giving us uh, exposure. Not directly, but indirectly. Because they let our users see our whatever whatever content we post. Uh, so it's like a, a barter system till now. Mm-hmm. But now Instagram uh, has a billion users now, I think, or yeah. maybe more. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, yeah, exactly. So, at this point, they don't really uh, need every single content creator. Like, uh, not every single content creator uh, really benefits them. Yes. And they are just like everyone else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and I really kind of respect the way the Instagram algorithm works. Mm-hmm. Or I think it because it shows you more relevant content and hides out uh, content that you, that mm-hmm. are not relevant. Ah, uh, and the relevancy is like based on your behavior, like the pictures yeah. that you see. Yeah,
0: even the on. explore feed has be, like it's what you see for a if you see a same kind of picture for a couple of times, that really shows up on your yeah. explore feed soon. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I'm kind of experiencing it as well. Like my hashtag reach reach has mm-hmm. fallen, but mm-hmm. I speak to a lot who still have a lot of uh, hashtag reach. Mm. So I'm not sure how that works, but uh, in the end, it's like a free platform, so I can't really complain. Yeah. And if I want a post to reach many people, and if I really want to uh, target uh, like a specific audience that I want to mm. want them to see, my, I can always do a sponsored yeah. post
0: or uh, run an ad. That and, uh, and
1: yeah, that's, and, uh, like, uh, as you know, as a fellow Gary, we follow Instagram as well. So that's what I think about. And, uh, it's not really a problem per se for me to tackle it, but if I have to tackle it, I'll tackle it this way
0: through running ads. Mm-hmm. Running ads is the way. So yeah. w- like, what other platforms do you use like to share your content, like to, you know, spread your content across the whole. Internet. do You use any other uh, social media application or like a blog or something?
1: Um. Okay. I'm kind of. It's kind of a bad habit here, but Instagram is like uh, this tiny new object. So I've mm-hmm. been like yeah. raising energy on this one platform. I really should, mm-hmm. but I also create some content for uh, this app called Hello App. It's. I think it's okay. it's only available in. It's India.
0: Only available? And they are like. Yeah. India.
1: India. Yeah. Uh, so, and I got into it through like uh, the developers of that app. So, they wanted more content creators for the app. So, I was invited through that one of those programs. So, that's how mm-hmm. I started creating. Content. And it, it's not really like most of it uh, is not like new content, it's more like uh, repurposed content. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's still like a developing platform. So, I've not adapted it to it fully yet. But mm-hmm. uh, other than, I do have a blog which I post extremely occasionally (laughs) and I should really start posting more (laughs) and there is always uh, Facebook again it's more like repurposed content Mm -hmm. and I've also been I tried to do uh, vlogs which I uploaded to YouTube and I've not Mm -hmm. really been for it Uh, and IGTV same content
0: I think IGTV I mean I think Instagram has kind of shifted to a video content like making IGTV the center.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Because uh, I
1: was, already, yeah. Explore, already showing you like IGTV, yeah,
0: no. like kind of pushing it at yeah. that point. And so also they bring in the preview, that one minute preview on your feed. has mm-hmm. in like, this January, I think has helped IGTV rise and yeah. give opportunity. But also, it really has,
1: yeah. It also really like enables the uh, yeah, content
0: no. rate of- share the IGTV content. Yeah, long, look for a- longer format, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We have talked about sharing content. Now, let's talk about creating content. So, mm-hmm. you as a creator, as a photographer, once you go for a shoot, like before you go for a shoot, what do you do? Or like what plan, what all do you plan for? Or what are the things you take? Or like or things that you have to take other than like except your camera, which is the most important thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so there are a couple of uh, different kinds of show shoots that I do. Like okay. it depends on the client. Uh, for okay. example, if I'm shooting for a restaurant, I'll have to do a little bit of a different preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh but if I'm shooting like a product at uh, like in my home studio, mm-hmm. then the preparation is, is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um so Uh, It also really depends on the timing of it and the kind of picture, kind of output that's required. Uh, Mm -hmm. But basically, I'm doing uh, the kind of pictures that I uh, share on my feed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The preparation uh, by itself is sometimes I do a storyboard, sometimes I have to get the client Mm -hmm. approval before I can move on with the shoot. Otherwise, it creates a huge issue and the reshoots and all that kind of nonsense. (laughs) Uh, have to do the storyboard because that's not really how I organically work. But that's something mm-hmm. that I have to uh, start planning. Like I, mm-hmm. I have to start it in the planning process just to avoid mm-hmm. uh, problems with the client. Mm-hmm. Um. So the first step would be collecting reference images.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and sometimes creating a storyboard. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the equipment. Uh, I don't really. I don't own like. So I either mm-hmm. borrow it from my uh, peer photographers or I hire mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I even hire specialist lenses for the shoot if it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all the that's all the high level stuff. Uh, oh, and also mm-hmm. uh, props and backgrounds, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. so I don't really. Uh, I'm not like a hyper planned <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. photographer. So it's like I have like an overall outline that I work with and mm-hmm. then i uh kind of do some ad libbing <laughs> mm-hmm. uh um uh, so preparation technically speaking that's the preparation that i do whether i'm going to a restaurant to shoot or whether i'm shooting mm-hmm. in my home
0: yeah so uh, you have done a lot of restaurant shoots and product shoots so is there anything like an embarrassing moment or a funny moment like like, you forgot something and you don't have any... What, like, is there any moment that I happened with you in past? <laughs> okay, something happens every shoot. <laughs> but, uh...
1: It <laughs> uh, happened, like, a couple of times. Me forgetting a trigger for a flash. Mm-hmm. Or uh, forgetting the memory cards, Or uh, forgetting battery. But it is... Yeah, delay to doesn't really postpone the shoot that much. Mm-hmm. But... We are talking about like a kind of an anxious experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was shooting for this uh, restaurant in Chennai. It Mm -hmm. happened about three months ago. Mm -hmm. So I was shooting there uh, during the weekend uh, Mm -hmm. because when uh, the the owner could be there and also that's when the footfall is released Mm -hmm. during the weekend. Uh, They sell snacks, but it was like a restaurant setting. That's Mm -hmm. the whole idea. Um, so I was I was shooting from uh, morning around eight o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that was all fine. Uh, everything's fine. Everything's going smoothly. And a couple there were a couple of walk-ins. And since I'm shooting at the restaurant, I had to like set up on a table. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the owner was okay with it and The footfall was not like high enough for them to like overflow mm-hmm. their and of the table. So it was not a problem during the day. Mm-hmm. But as soon as after uh, <laughs> the sunset, spoke, so to speak, <laughs> about uh,
0: 630
1: yeah. uh, in. It, mm-hmm. it, it was just this uh, huge square foot, about uh, 3,000 square feet room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it was not an apartment place or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's where I was shooting. I was occupying off- part of that space and I had this flash uh, set up because I was shooting after sunset and a mm-hmm. uh, so I was on the table and everything. And people started walking in and they soon started to overflow. <laughs> so they <laughs> ran over. So they had to take up all the tables, tables that were like super mm. close to where I was. Mm.
0: So
1: it was like some of them started showing up in my frame. <laughs> and and they're like customers of the client. So I can't really, like yeah. I tried to speak to them. But it was like at, at mm. one point, it was like yeah. I started waiting because they ran out of yes. So at
0: that
1: point, I could not it, so I, I just had to wait for them to move aside and I had to sit the owner, the shop people <laughs> and like set up a new space for them, post the tables, all that. Uh, so that. <laughs> okay. am not fun, but when about it, words like fun to think about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for yeah. you, like every restaurant, every uh, shoot for restaurant you have done is a unique experience. It's something different. There's new challenges yeah. you face, there's a lot of excitement, it's it's like mixed emotions Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) this is the last question for this interview and Mm -hmm. so the question is like what is that one thing or what would you say to someone who's starting as a food photographer and want to start shooting for restaurants like Mm -hmm. what would you say them like to dm the brands or like uh what
1: um Okay, um, I don't think that I'm like in a position to really provide advice in this front because I'm like pretty new to this. But I'll just tell you what I did and what really worked for me. And I can share share that with you. And yep. that's all I can yes. share because I can't really yeah. give you advice that I haven't updated for me. Yeah. Um, I actually uh, wrote a blog about this. I'll send you the link. You can link it in the show notes if you want. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, share but, but if
1: I'm... Uh, like speaking to someone oh. who wants to start for a restaurant, uh, mm-hmm. the first step would be to, yes, uh, like you said, you currently said you can start DMing them. Mm-hmm. And that's how I actually started, like, when I wanted to start to work with a restaurant, what mm-hmm. I did was I DMed like about uh, 150 restaurants all in Chennai, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I couldn't do day because Instagram blocked me a couple of times because I sent so many messages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so uh, what I did was I started to take these restaurants saying that hi I'm uh, Ashwin I'm a Siena food photographer I'm looking to mm-hmm. uh, do my portfolio so I'm running a, a camp photography campaign so what mm-hmm. I'm doing is you can pick any three dishes that you want it, it could be a best so whatever you whatever you want mm-hmm. whatever dishes you want
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i come in I'll take pictures for you for free okay. and you can however you want Mm-hmm. that's basically how I started because I didn't really have a portfolio to go with for restaurants mm-hmm. too, so,
0: so you uh, started giving and, them value by like shooting for them for free
1: yeah exactly yeah. Uh, i I get a lot of uh, pushback for that like the working for free part
0: exactly
1: yeah I totally listen to them and yeah. <laughs> I totally listen to him and um, some of my peers, my friends, they also started like uh, they, they kind of discouraging me from doing that. But mm. of course, we cut all of them out because uh, mm. once you but said you, oh, yes, but
0: you knew what you were doing, and I think that has helped reach out to more restaurants and become more confident yeah. in your approach and get new clients.
1: Yeah, very much. Uh just to like give you like a summary of it. Then uh, mm. if I was, like the benefit uh, that I gained from that.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm giving uh, pictures for free for them, and I didn't give them like uh, fifty pictures or anything. Just about nice. uh, mm-hmm. pictures, max fifteen mm-hmm. pictures, because i been shooting three or four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the very first thing uh would be uh, pictures for my portfolio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the second thing would be uh, so what I d- what I did was I started sharing uh, whatever I was shooting. On my stories,
0: okay.
1: like uh, mm-hmm. today, okay, uh, okay. so that people know that i uh, I do this, I shoot here, and yeah. whether I get for it or not, that uh, that's not really, that doesn't really matter here because I am actually shooting for them, and they are actually going to shoot mm-hmm. the picture. So th- if when I share it on my stories like that, for if yeah. uh, someone who owns the restaurant or mm-hmm. has a food brand or knows someone who has a food brand, mm-hmm. th- when they see something. Uh like okay, I'm shooting at this restaurant here and they mm. use that restaurant. They're like, oh he's, he's, he's shooting there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean use this photographer too I'll refer it's him Word to of him. mouth. Exactly. Yeah. So that's one of the ways to get uh word of mouth uh like kind of uh, get that momentum going on from there. Yeah,
0: and yes, then it gets one you get one client, then another it goes on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I can't really
1: totally depend on that but it's, uh, it definitely that's mm-hmm. the job of uh, like really putting the word out there mm-hmm. and so, three would be yeah. Uh, if the restaurant really like my pictures mm-hmm. they, they want yeah. to for more shoots yeah. like they because I make it clear to them that only three after that like just kind of like a trial mm-hmm. shoot if like the pictures we can uh, we can do like a full-fledged photo shoot so I made mm-hmm. it clear for them that I a of free content over that uh, 3 or 4 days mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, that really the and also mm-hmm. if they like the pictures and they have uh, they know other people who own own restaurants and they need pictures mm-hmm. I yeah. think they a smartphone in their mind for them to refer to them to yeah.
0: that's another uh, one yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's so, really smart yeah what he did and I think this, <laughs> yeah. this part was really helpful like is like one of the best parts of the interview. So. <laughs> awesome. And
1: uh, the very last bit if it, last but not the least, I got free food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got free food. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks. Thanks, Ashwin. Thanks for coming uh, to this podcast. It was great talking to you. So, thank mm-hmm. you. So was, uh, much. Uh, yeah. And I hope, yeah, and I hope the audience... Uh, get some value out of this podcast. So, mm-hmm. Me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you everyone yeah. for listening to the first interview podcast of and Lens with Ashwin. Thank you for
1: having me.